you who are about to experience the corpse cast, we would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 338 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Steve. Steve. Yeah. How's it going, man? Good, buddy. How you doing? Let me go. I'm sorry. Let me get up the mic. Yeah, I'll tell you. I was away. I was away from the mic. Well, sorry. you know what? You sound you sound very sexy either way. Okay. Well, but, thank you, Mike. But for the for the sake of the show, let's go yeah. ahead and keep your mouth up there. Your face, your yeah. face up by that fuzzy round thing. How about that? <laughs> That's right, the muff. Oh man, I'll tell you something. So today, folks, we are going to be doing. We're going to be talking about a couple of Italian cannibal movies. Well, okay, well, kind of. We're uh, where uh, I've entitled this episode, by the way. Oh. Okay. Oh, what's for dinner? Can I get a nice Chianti over here? Oh, get it? That's... Yeah. <laughs> uh, because we're going to be talking about Italian cannibals. Now we're doing. Um, we're only talking about specifically. As far, as far as the movies are concerned, uh, one Italian cannibal movie by Umberto Lenzi called Eaten Alive from 1980. And then we're also going to be talking about The Green Inferno, directed by Eli Roth. But mostly, but I was like, you know, here, here's my thinking of choosing that one. Number one, all those 80s like uh, cannibal movies are fairly similar. Oh, they yeah. look the yeah, same. Yeah. I mean, have you got it? Have you? Are you a big uh, fan of those, or like um, Cannibal Holocaust, or Fair Ox, or anything like that? Well, you, you, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm no, no, not really. <laughs> you don't got. You don't gotta no. be. Well, I mean, it's it's not my jam, but you know. Um, well, here's the thing. Sure. I watched a bunch of that stuff right. this this last couple of weeks because because you? Yeah. you know I, I I I'm interested. I mean, the movies some of them aren't great. This one. You know, I mean, we'll talk about it, but it's like a lot of them aren't that great, right? <laughs> and um, but I, I'm fascinated by the kind of cannibal boom that happened right there, you right, know, right, right, in, right in the right, but 1980, right around there, and it's like all these uh, dudes decided to make the same movie, you know, right, right. And uh, well, anyways, we'll talk about that. But um, I wanted to start the show. with kind of a personal thing, not like personal, personal. Come on, uh, are you going to come out as a cannibal? No, dude, that would be girl. I mean, and that's. I mean, let's put it this way. I remember watching Hannibal, like the uh, the um, TV series with right. Mads Mikkelsen. You see that? Loved it. It was yeah. so good. Dude. So good. It was so good. Yeah. And it's like that because he was debonair and he was very Dashing. intelligent and, yeah. and and you know charming and all this stuff, right. right? I think I wanted to go to cooking school after I right because yeah, he made it look yeah. good. But then every time yeah. I watched it, I just go like, bah. Thinking it was humans and it was just like girls now, and then these movies they don't do it like that. They just grab entrails and start chomping right, them. Right, right. But anyway, no, I'm not a cannibal. Yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit. I know this is listen. It's it's the podcast that I started, so I can talk about whatever I want. You you, you can. All right, get off my ass, people. Just kidding. I'm sorry. Why why am I so defensive already? <laughs> so um, as, as some of you know, I put out my horror pub trivia, Mike Cadaver's horror pub trivia. I put out a um, a sample of the show, right? And if you go to horrorpubtrivia.com, you can see all of it. There's a companion app, stuff like that. 
And I'm getting a lot of questions just about what 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 is the deal with it? I guess is is the yes, is, is the you know the just people don't quite understand you know what it is and how. Here's the thing: what I was trying to do was create kind of create in your home the pub trivia type of scenario, right? Uh-huh. So what you'll do is you'll watch the show. We'll t- we'll talk about it. You'll have and in the shows, not the the one we have up right now is just a, a sneak peek. It's on YouTube. Um, you can get linked to it, like I said, on horrorpubtrivia.com. Um, but basically, uh, you, you watch, we do a little intro, we talk about stuff for a minute, and then you get your, in, instead of writing your answers down, which you can do, there is a, um, I, I wrote a little app that you go along with it, and you can, you can do the answers on that, and you can play along with your friends and stuff like that. But so basically, we, there's, we go in, we talk, and then we'll ask a question, give you 15 seconds to answer it, you know? And then we do that for 10 questions, you know? And then right in right. between that, we we say, okay, well, get ready. Submit your answers because we're about to give you the answers. You know, yeah, or, sure. So and we do that. So, so if you go try it out at horrorpubtrivia.com, have I said that enough times? One more time. Horrorpubtrivia.com. Just, just kind of think about it as if you're in a pub, except for it's on TV. And they're giving you the questions, and you can, and if you want to, you can play. You can answer it on a pad of paper, like you do there, or you can do it on the app, which is made, which is easy. And plus, I wrote it, so you might as well just use it, right? So essentially, you're promoting drinking at home. No, well, no. I mean, yeah. listen, you don't yeah. have to drink to play it, but it makes it funner. But yeah, you can. Hey, well, listen, it's cheaper. It's <laughs> like, come on, we got all this inflation right now. You don't want to go out and and. Uh, you know, whatever. Stay up. I'm just saying. Hey, listen. Go go to the go to the pub and play there. Okay. There I go. I don't care. Oh. But but kind of. It's it's kind of meant to play on your TV. Right. It's going to be on um, a Roku channel on OSI 74's Roku channel. It's going to be on a TV while you play the game on your phone sitting in front of the TV. They can type of it. thing. They can have it at the pub. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You can play yeah. it on your phone, and you can do whatever you want with it. I'm just that 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 was just kind of the vision for it, and that's kind of what I'm thinking. So. So, because um, I've gotten a lot of questions. In fact, I've, I can't believe people have been, oh my gosh, you know what I just realized? What? I turned around and we decorated for um, Halloween today outside, right? I noticed that. And somebody put up a Santa Claus in my room. Like that, right? <sighs> Blasphemy. Cassidy. But She's you do down. like I Santa do like Claus Santa, horror. I do. Santa horror. But I don't, yeah. but how, how did that get in my room? Anyway, sorry, yeah. in my office. Snuck in here. I'm, I'm irritated. Anyway, sorry. That yeah. just that just blew, that just kind of like like totally distracted me. But anyway, so that's that's the plan. You know, that's what I wanted to 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 show you guys. Horrorpubtrivia.com. When we finally put it out, which hopefully will be pretty soon, it'll all be on OSI seventy four on Friday Night Wild, and you'll know what that is when you get the Roku channel. And I'm also starting to. to where I was talking to um, Mr. Lobo from there, and I'm thinking about writing more. Uh, uh, well, writing the software so that basically you can you can get that it'll be available at more places. The, all the programming on OSI seventy four. Anyways, that's all I got about that. Wow, I know that's a lot. That was that's a that's, that's a lot. That's starting out heavy, dude. I you know I'm not gonna lie to you. In fact, when we're done, yeah. I'll play it with you. And well, the problem is I already know all the answers, so I'll kick your ass. Right, but well, you do that anyway. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Um, so, do you have anything to start out with? Do you want to just? Is there anything that you know, just kind of here, here nor there? Or, it's the first know, day of fall. It is the first day of fall. Happy fall. Thanks, man. Yeah, it we uh, kind of makes me sad. We uh, oh why? You don't like the winter? 
No, I love fall, but I hate winter. Well, then yeah. you should be happy for three months. Mm, I don't know. Oh, yeah. no. Do you got the seasonal Rem- depression already? You, you sound you, depressed right now. No, I'm actually doing pretty good, but it's just... Um, well, then why don't you act like it, pal? Hmm. I don't bring a bummer over here, man. I'm trying to have a good time. <laughs> it's Friday night. The weekend just started, and you're coming over here bumming me out. Uh, I tease. It's the Santa Claus. <laughs> That's why. That's going in the garbage. I hate Christmas. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I you know what I like Christmas. Yeah, I hate Christmas Day. Because Christmas can go to hell. Really? Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Um, because it's disingenuous. Well, so is everything. Yeah. But it's it is what you make of well, it, Stephen. No, for sure. Um, why? Because I've just seen a lot of bad behavior on Christmas, and people, you know, the the line of work that I'm in. Oh, right, right, right. You know, right. um, people start to pretend like they care for. One month a year, you I, know, and uh, it's just... I bet. You know what? Yeah. I hadn't thought of that before because yeah. that... Because dealing... People are awful. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I, did, I literally just drove downtown today to drop my son off at uh, our version of Comic-Con here. Mm, yeah, and Annex. they're the... People are awful. They don't care. They they don't care. They're not con, you know considerate driving. They're not considerate walking no, across. No, no. It's terrible. just like, screw everybody. I'm moving. I'm, yeah. I'm getting a, I'm getting a, a bunker. Right, we're just gonna go live there, man. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm almost serious. I can work from anywhere. I'm getting tired of this. I'm getting tired of living in the city. But wow, now we are. Yeah, now out. we're bummed. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't even know if I want to do this now. I do. Okay. I'm feeling hungry. Oh yeah, hungry. I'm for, hungry. For hungry to do camp. the show. All right. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a quick break? Um, I was gonna. I let's see. I I did write down a bunch of stuff that I watched. And uh, but we've gone long enough with this intro. It doesn't need to be a three-hour show. Let me just say a, cu- a couple of, of movies that stuck out for me. All right, um, Breeders from 1986. You have to watch that. It is basically these aliens that come down and they want to copulate with women, except for except for only with virginal women. Okay, and of course, these virginal women seem to be in the New York dance studios who dance naked on their lunch breaks, doing the nose candy. I'm sure there's a lot of virgins in the that, yeah, in that yeah. like st- lifestyle, right? Virgins that are into the booger show. Yes, exa- exactly right. So, but it's from it's really funny, and it's it's I don't know, it's pretty good. I, I watched a movie called The Resurrected from 1991, directed by Dan mm. O'Bannon. Oh, and I forget it's the H.P. Yeah. Lovecraft. Oh, now I forgot the name of the of the story. Ward. Charlie Dexter Ward. Is that, is that right? Anyway, something... i, I got to Google it now because now I'm on... I don't know. You've got the trivia. No. <laughs> That's a trivia question. Yeah, right Char, Char, the, the, the case of Charles Dexter Ward. Okay, cool. So yeah, that, and that was actually pretty good and I'd never seen it and I don't know how I'd never seen it because it's, you know, it, it's actually a really great... I was I was like, wow, how have I not seen this? What did you find that on? Um, what did I find it on? Uh, I got a copy of it. Nice. I heard about it, got a copy of it, and uh, no guy that has a guy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly how I do. But no, I watched it. I'm like, oh man, how have I never seen this? It's got uh, uh, Sir Chris Sarandon in it, and uh, I a, like him. You know, quite I like a bit. Chris. Yeah, yeah, right. It was a great movie. Uh, Slaughterhouse Rock, which is really good. A bunch of guys go to. Uh, they're they're called to um oh, oh shoot what's that uh, prison island in San Francisco you should Alcatraz know. Alcatraz yeah. and there all of a sudden all sorts of weird shit happens there it's the dumbest like eh, eh. oh and uh, Tony Basil is a ghost there and she's just it's like, awesome it's like well is that is that the 
hey Mickey lady right, right, right there. Right. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, also, I, the final thing I'll talk about is Electric Boogaloo, the wild untold story of Canon Films, which is just obviously a documentary. I think it came out like 2014, 2013 nice. or something like that. But it's just all the Canon films uh, by Golan Globus. And it's my list of movies to get went up so far. But man, no, this and I and that that's not even nearly. But a lot of them are just kind of like, I don't know. They don't like. I watched Boogeyman from twenty twenty three. Who cares nice. about that one? It was it was nah. it was meh. Anyway, okay, so let's do this. Let's uh, play a little. What do you call that? I Bumper. Oh, and uh, come back and talk about the. Buh, buh, buh. Do we have any bone saw? Bone saw. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> Okay, now you've I know you've heard about these guys, okay? I have. Well, the the bone saw that I'm oh, about to oh, okay, tell okay. you about. Yeah. Um okay, so <laughs> let me just remind everybody the bone saw. It's it is an award that people get for being excellent in the genre. Right. We don't take it very seriously, so don't get on our asses if you think that we think we're so cool we can be giving out awards. I'm just sharing things that we like, okay? Don't be a dick about it. I'm defensive because I hate Christmas. All right? And I just I remember that people suck. <laughs> anyway, so, um, okay. So, the Beezlebubs. You've heard of this band, right? No, I haven't. No way. No, I haven't. Okay, it's been around for a while. If you look on Spotify, you can find a symphonic black metal band that have an album called, it's actually really awesome. Nice. Called Pantheon of the Nightside Gods, which was released in 2019. Right in the right when we started hanging out in your backyard every weekend, you know. Right, right. Um, I remember V showed it to me. I, I saw it before, but V, if he knew about it, I thought everybody knew about it. Anyway, so um, it kind of all started out as a web comic, and you can check them out at bezelbubs.com, b e l z e b u b s dot com. I follow them on Facebook and Instagram, and it's kind of like an Adams Family esque. Cartoon, except for their, you know, in, in the fact that, like, you know, oh, what a dreadful day, honey. It's wonderful type of thing. You know? Right, right. Maybe I do know it. Yeah. So, yeah. It, so it's like, uh, you know, they're they're kind of like, oh, they're evil and they're they're you know satanic and right, all this stuff, right. but they're also a family that does day to day things and they kind of huh. do silly little things like that. But then they also make this badass music that I really like, and like real metal dudes will tell me that. Yeah, I'm I'm a poser, and you know what? I'm too old to to worry about being called a poser anymore. <laughs> Listen, pal, I was listening to metal before you were born. That's right. Okay, so up yours. I'm I, I can see the. It's not a person, but it's like a caricature of a person who I'm talking to right now who's getting in my face about this shit. You made me mad at human <laughs> at humankind, man. Yikes! But no, check it out. Um, it's really good if you like that. If you like that, uh, the good old. Uh, um, Symphonic death, black metal, it's good stuff. So, um, I just so you know, they were making like an indie, they had an Indiegogo a little while back to make a VR 3D animated concert where you could kind of be in it and look around stuff as if you're there. But it's been a while, and it seems like uh, the pandemic took like a like a lot of it, just hit them hard financially. So, I don't know what they're doing, but anyways, go check that out. And uh, that is this episode's Bone Saw. The question of the episode. The question of the episode. 
Callin' to the bone phone, leave your answer at the tone, question of the episode. I want to give a shout out to Steve real quick for not for not uh, screwing me over with the, the bone saw name. It's too late. The moment's gone. You said it. I did. So yeah. th- thank you. You're welcome. Th- you're, you're a gentleman and a scholar for the first I time about it. I did. In, in existence. Okay. <laughs> I joke. I joke. <laughs> All right, so with this, we got a few calls. The first one up is just, Julia, I, I ask you to bear with us because for some reason, I need to figure out a better way to get a connection from the computer to this uh, mixer board because it's a little cracky, but here she is. Please bear with us. I'll figure this out before next time. Mike. Yes. It's Julia. <laughs> Yo. Calling in for what I think is the correct question of the episode for the recording you may be doing tonight or soon. Oh, she called in. What? Horror producer uh, we, slash director. So we started we started uh, early last time. Right, she right, called right. in after we'd already done it. Oh, so. okay, okay. It has perhaps the most consistent hmm. career or the most consistent hit right. versus misses. And it just so happens, I think we need to again raise a glass to the late great William Friedkin when he came out of the. Oh yeah, that's oh, a good there one. We, there we go. There we the go. Not a lot of ways to go except down. However, he did come up with the Bay and Bug, which still I watched the out. Bay since she and mentioned it another time. Uh, right, Michael Shannon uh, in a film that I haven't. I forgotten. did a Chef's Kiss. We're not on. So shout out video. to William Friedkin, who had a long, varied career, and three, I think, really well, one. And what can I mention? One thing I love about about William Friedkin too. Yeah, he's done he's done some interviews about his different movies and stuff like that, right? A little. Sometimes he seems a little maybe full of himself, but he's always so open and again always so like. I mean, obviously knowledgeable, but he he he's just willing to share so much during those interviews. It makes him really interesting to watch. Like I, I watched. Uh, I can't. It was a while back, but he was talking about um, the Exorcist, and I'm like, there was stuff that I didn't know, and this was this is you know, you know, less than ten years old, you know, and it's just like wow. Okay, anyway, it's, I I enjoyed that too. That's just. I mentioned groundbreaking exceptional film and two that continue to haunt me uh, with those Oof. three films. And then I'm going to go way back because again, I'm probably the oldest person at the party here, but Ooh. director, uh, James whale, who I'm talking the creation of the universe studios horror monsters. Uh, he directed Frankenstein, the invisible man and bride of Frankenstein. Right. Yeah. And nice. I, believe those three films in their in their way like the exorcist was groundbreaking and created a whole new vocabulary for film and horror those films especially universal studios created what we now think of as that kind of horror film and he directed those sadly uh he, he, and he did amazing other things too uh but and there is a biographical film of him called Gods and Monster. If, hmm. if you oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Starring, oh. Ah, uh, everyone's names are flying out of my head, but it, the Gods and Monsters is, is, a, is a... Wonderful might not be the right word for it, but it is heartbreaking. And uh, it's, it's amazing. And uh, now I'm just stuttering here as I try and think of other things. But those are my two votes. William Friedkin and James Whale. And love you guys. Love you. All is well with everybody. Bye. Bye. 
So this is getting bad. Our, our thing, I need to fix that. But Ju Julia called in one more time just for 14 seconds. So let's see what she's got right here. It's just Julia again. I've looked it up. Gods and Monsters, the movie about James Whale, came out in 1998. Oh, my gosh. And Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Good yeah. movie. If you get a chance, it was wow. Good. So yeah. I don't think I've seen it, but I've, yeah, I've, I've heard of it. Okay. Yeah. So we do have, we do have uh, another call from Vaughn, but I'm just going to – let's just skip that for today because this is – irritating the holy crap out of me and uh i'll work on that and get it fixed by next time so that we don't have to go through that again i don't i don't know why that did that but all right cool yeah. right we good we, yeah. we all agree on that thanks for calling in though vaughn um maybe i don't know maybe no i'm not gonna do that right anyways okay so we'll just put it in for next time um all right do you have uh, let's let's just skip a question let's skip a question or do you have one you know what? I don't have a question. Okay, well that that's yeah. fine then. That that's fine because yeah. uh, let's skip it for this time and then let's just uh, let me get this figured out. We'll get the tech the technical stuff figured out and um, but maybe we'll go from there. Maybe the folks can call in and ask us questions. Well, they're always welcome to call in and ask questions. Yeah. You can call in yeah. and uh, and uh, talk about uh, the the um, subject matter of the show, which I feel like cannibals is a pretty divisive maybe. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, a, a, a topic, and I think there's a, people have a lot to say about it. People hate it. People love it. People loathe it. Blah blah blah. Yeah, so let's just do that. Call it in three eight five three five one nine two seven three. But um, yeah, I'll save Vaughn. I'll save yours for next time, just because we're that was so lame and it irritated me. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, let's do. Let's let me introduce the topic just a little bit. Um, and this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a little longer than usual because um, I for some reason I decided to go. You know what? I want to learn everything there is to know about Italian cannibal movies over the last two weeks. And you know where it got me? It got me burnt out on Italian cannibal movies <laughs> because it's like they're all very very similar. The look and the feel, right, right. and all that stuff. Yeah. And like I said in the beginning, that's kind of why I chose. I figured this would happen, and I also figured that uh, yeah, since they're so similar, that we'll, we're gonna throw in a. A uh, 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 kind of a newer one that do that doesn't exactly follow the same. You know, I was thinking if they could like incorporate the nuns with the cannibal movies, have the nuns as the cannibals. <laughs> Ooh, you know. Oh, like, don't give a, don't well, give that up know, because we know, could do that with Bigfoot. But nuns, nuns eating right, right. Sasquatch nuns Sasquatch eating Bigfoot. Nuns eating That'd no be a people, lot of people. bush. Yeah, oh. yeah, and that one. Oh. Yeah, Bigfoot nuns. That sounds like a Bigfoot <laughs> nuns with big guns kind of style movie. All right. So, okay. So let's spend some time talking about cannibal exploitation or what's called the cannibal boom. A quick history, and this, and I'm not going to try to take too long. In 1972, a little movie came out called A Man from Deep River. And it's an Umberto Lenzi quote-unquote cannibal film, and it's actually really tame compared to what the genre became later. Um, dude is, is a British man is assigned to go photograph wildlife in the Thai rainforest, heads too far down the river, uh, deep into the rainforest, gets lost and has to survive the harsh elements. Um, and then he gets captured and kept by this indigenous tribe and he decides to be in, and one thing leads to another, he becomes one of them and he, uh, you know, starts, uh, sharing in their, in their traditions and their, their way of life and all that stuff. Um, you know, and it was, uh, it's, it's, it was pretty tame. There's, 
You know, I don't know how much. It's been a long time since I've actually seen this one, but it's uh, pretty tame compared to the ones that we've got. I don't know how much like gross because in all these movies, I swear there's just like a bunch of indigenous people eating like like straight uh, organs, and it's really gross. There's none of that. But this film was important for a couple of reasons. Number one, um, although it, this is an exploitation film in and of itself, it really kicks off the cannibal boom of 1970s and 1980s. I'm going to put an asterisk right there because there, that is a very, that's a kind of a controversial statement. But number two, the reason this is important is because we are introduced to Mimi Lai, a super hot actress and soon to be stalwart of the genre. Let's talk about some of the notable directors uh, in, in their films that, uh, were involved in this. The Umberto Lenzi, uh, he did uh, the one we just talked about, Man from Deep River, Eaten Alive, or Mangiati Vivi, uh, one of the films we're talking about tonight from 1980. And he also did what is arguably maybe one of the one of the gnarliest ones. I you know people can go back and forth between this one, Cannibal Ferox, and um, and also uh, Cannibal Holocaust. But uh, he he Umberto Lenzi directed that one in 1981. We have Rogero Diodato, uh, Jungle Holocaust in uh, 1977. And, and okay, just so you know, before I go on, you have to understand that since these are Italian movies and just like the other um, styles in Italy, like the Gialli and the horror movies, stuff like that, there's 18,000 names for every movie. Okay, so I've just chosen my, my, my favorite one. Uh, so I like Jungle Holocaust, 1977. And he also, in Ruggiero Diodato, also made Cannibal Holocaust in 1980. Sergio Martino made one of my favorites, The Mountain of the Cannibal God from 1978. The reason it's one of my favorites is because how hilarious it is that, uh, like, it, uh, I mean, I, you could never get away with this today, I don't think. But, like, a white le- blonde lady goes down there becomes the, their queen because it's kind of the C-3PO effect with the, with the uh, what it was called, uh, the Ewoks. A little bit. Um, and then we have Joe D'Amato and Jess Franco. Now, do you recognize this name, Joe D'Amato? Yeah. He yeah. directed Convent of Sinners from last episode. Sweet. So we're, do- we're doing a double dose of Joe D'Amato. And uh, I-, I bet you couldn't uh, guess this from... Um, from that movie, but he's one of the sleaziest of all time. Okay, <laughs> he did Emmanuel in the Last Cannibals, which which features a scene of. Do you know how Black Emmanuel uh, with Laura Gemser? Oh my gosh! No, I don't know, bro. It. Your eyes. I have such sights to show you. Okay, these are wild. <laughs> so <clears throat> there was this. Uh, I think it was a French Emmanuel series, right? And it was this blonde. Sure, it's a, her sexual awakening in every movie. Right. And right. There's titties everywhere. Oh, and blah yeah. blah blah. But okay, so the Italians uh, take Emmanuel with two M's instead of one Emmanuel and call it Black Emmanuel. It, Laura Gemser, and she's beautiful, but she's always like in all of it. It's, it's Emmanuel and this, Emmanuel and this. And the, like, for instance, Emmanuel in America, Emmanuel in Bangkok, Emmanuel and, you know, all over the place. Well, this one is Emmanuel and the Last Cannibals. She's a, a reporter, and a lot of them are something like that. She goes, <laughs> Joe D'Amato, and this is not going to shock you at all. She she wants to interview this person who has been traumatized by um, um, cannibals, right? But yeah. she'll, she's comatose. She's not talking. So in order to get to her to talk, she flicks her bean for her. And it's like just right there on the screen. You're just like, wow, this is this this is, this screams D'Amato. And it's as sleazy as you think it is. Um, anyways, uh, he also did Papaya Love Goddess of the Cannibals, Black Orgasm, or Orgasmo Negro, which... Yeah, is it? yeah, right. And also Cannibal Love from 1982. 
Um, Jess Franco, who I mentioned, he's Spanish, okay, but he's 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 filthy and he kind of fits in. <laughs> he did Devil Hunter from 1980, Mono, Mondo Cannibale from 1980, and Treasures of the White Goddess from 1982. So I would say those are probably the five big heavy hitters in this. And you'll notice that these are all within like five years. It yeah, came yeah, and it yeah, went yeah. real fast. I mean. The, the the main portion of these, I mean, there'll be some later, like Cannibal Holocaust 2 came out, but it's like it didn't do anything, and now right. it's relegated. Right. Nobody's ever seen it. Plus, it has 18 names, and nobody knows exactly what it is. Um, let's talk about some characteristics of this genre. Um, uh, let's see. The, basically, the plot is a group of people that need an excuse to find themselves in a jungle, okay? Whether it's the... Southeastern Asian jungle, the South American jungle, or whatever. Right, right. Um, they find hostile natives. In many of these movies, the natives that they find uh, and are scared of in the beginning aren't even the aren't even the the bad ones yet. They're just the weird ones and right. kind of the kind of the tribes that they don't quite understand. So they're scared of what they don't understand. I mean, that's obviously kind of a big thing. Um, many, many of these films show that the civilized people are you know behave poorly. So at the end, you're like. Who are the real savages? Type of thing, yeah, you know. Yeah, and so you know, I mean, it's like okay, now we're like, ah, we get it, you know. Let's get to the, let's get to the chopping off wieners part because that's, <laughs> I swear, that's in almost all of these. You gotta have dick chopping. A lot of dick chopping. A lot of dick chopping. <laughs> a lot of rapes. A lot of, a lot of, uh, just like uh, booby cutting off and yeah, eating yeah, yeah, and yeah. all sorts of stuff. Um, okay, so we. We get some time in most of these looking into the native customs, which kind of comes, it spawns from the Mondo type movies that came from the 60s and the 70s, like those, oh, like shocking Asia, you know, kind right, of those right. movies where they just show like, you know, I mean, it's obviously, well, I don't know how obvious it is, but it's like they they play up like certain like habits or, or uh, cultural rituals that they do. And, and it's so crazy to us, us uh, you know, people over here in America who are just so used to to being the good guys or whatever, right? So right. there's a lot of that in these movies. Um, you got your killing and eating of animals. A lot of these feature authentic animal killing and what some would say cruelty. Um, and, and here's the thing. I'm against animal cruelty, right? And I don't even... I hate those parts. Those are the parts that get me. That's me too. You know, that's, it, that's like, you know, like even if it's like cutting up a snake. Well, right. You know, even in like in Friday the 13th. Exactly. You know, it's like, oh. I you mean, know, so... Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't... I don't, I don't care. Honestly, I know that's so that's so bad, right? It grosses me out. I mean, you right, have right. you have the turtle in uh, in uh, Cannibal Holocaust, but the, the people actually eat the turtle, right? And how's that different than um, you know people going hunting here, which doesn't gross me out because I never see it and I don't hunt myself because guess what? I'm not I'm not think, that kind of guy. I think it's the exploitation of it. Exactly right. That's exactly where I was going yeah. with that. The problem is, is a lot of people in this age of we need to be virtuous and look at me, how virtuous I am. Guys, we just need to chill out on that. Watching, I mean, it, it, even if even if you don't like it, watching it is not going to make it happen again, okay? There's right, no way that's right, going to happen in a right. movie anymore, right? Uh, they were made 40 plus years ago. Um, if you don't like it because it's gross as shit, yeah, don't watch it. But don't, but please don't go on there and just go on a tie. I'm so sick of tirades about all this stuff, all this animal cruelty, you know, just to, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of it's very disingenuous and a lot of it's very irritating to me because it's like, I don't know. It's, it's not going to happen again. Get over it. You're, I'm not going to give you any respect points for that, you know, type of thing. <laughs> all right. A little aside there. 
But the thing is, is whether you like it or not, I feel like those animal cruelty things or, you know, or even, I mean, we watch like a mongoose. Is, is that this movie, the mongoose on the string versus yeah. the cobra on the yeah. string? Yeah. I watched a bunch of movies. So I can't remember which ones, which is sure. all the same. And, you know, they fought and it's like, yeah, that, I, I mean, I assume that that's a, that, that's a tradition down there. They just oh, do yeah. that. Right. Oh yeah. And it's like, okay. So, I mean, you can be against that, but it's part of their tradition. So what are you racist? Are you right? What what are you? We could we could bust you either way, right? You know, right. so get over it. It's that's a that's a hard thing, you know. Um, a lot of them have to deal with like anthropologists or students, you know, right? Higher education going into, uh, a, you know, a, a civilization that hasn't progressed mm-hmm. into the modern age, and um, showing like you're saying, showing these behaviors, you know, that, you know, that probably at one point in time, guess what. Your ancestors Cue the Green did. Inferno, right? Yeah, That's right. kind of what that movie's about. I mean, you know, right? I mean, so, when, I, but I, so you got to, you can't. It's hard. For, it's hard for me to judge a culture. You know, it, it, it's like okay, this is what this culture does. But I'm <laughs> if I'm if I'm basing my culture on that culture as a judgment, you know. Right. Plus, look been, at how many uh, shit stains our culture has. I mean, we we you know, you know? We, we kill people in all over the world and exactly you know and it, it, so. I don't know. I just no. I, just, I hear what you're saying. I just get irritated with that because right, right. I'm, maybe I'm old and I'm an old man yelling at the sky. But it's just like, man, right. we get it. We get it. You won't do that to animals, but you don't need to make sure everybody in the group knows. Well, they want to hear. They want to. They, they they all got a voice and That's, they want to be heard. I know. We're just two white guys with a podcast. Bring back bullying. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, but I do. As far as those, like the real. I mean, in, in the, a lot of them is just like. Uh, Bum, 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 bum. You know, like nature shows where oh, they're right, like an right. anaconda's killing him and blanket. And it is exploitation because they're putting it as part of this movie. Yeah, yeah. But I think it gives it kind of the, the these movies kind of a a visceral effect. You know, it's like, oh shit. Cause I remember, I mean, I didn't see Cannibal Holocaust till I was maybe almost 30. Right. Right. And I remember that the muskrat part freaked me out. You know, and I and you know I read that these were actually real tribes down there. Oh yeah. So I'm like, okay, you know, I I understand that they're you know they're indigenous, but you know I don't it can't be real stuff like that. But like, um, you know when when the the part where the girl got raped and the guy comes out with the with the rock and is you know punishing her for being raped, I'm just like, oh shit. And then and then the infamous cannibal holocaust, the girl being you know impaled on that stick. Oh yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that rough. can't be real. But part of me is just like, oh shit. Right. Do you remember that turtle? Remember that muskrat? Oh, fuck, you know. Yeah. So the that's that's a, that's part of what the movie is. They're incorporating the realism, like exactly. There's, right. Like no matter how much you try to fool yourself, like like they're cutting up a snake. That's a real snake, right? Exactly. You know, could they recreate that? You know, with movie effects, mm-hmm. maybe. But you know, that's a real snake they're cutting up. Well, especially and 50, so, 40 years ago, or whatever. And so psychologically, you're attributing. Well, if that's real. Then this is real. It's just that little part of your the back yeah, of your brain. Absolutely, absolutely. You know what's funny too is the so there were in Cannibal Holocaust there were two tribes. There was the regular tribe, right, and then there was the cannibal tribe. Well, in one of the tribes, I can't remember which one, but they had this huge treehouse. I mean, it started on the ground, but it went up and whatever. Right. So I have always assumed that was just one of their one of the no, it was a set. Yeah, and I learned yeah. that this last week. But it looks so. But it, that's just part of it. I'm like, oh, that's just where they live. That you know, whatever. So yeah, I feel sure. like it kind of messes with your mind a little bit, right? Uh, plus, I mean, the brutal. That's kind of the genius violence. of it, what? in a way. You know what I mean? I mean, because it really is. You no, know, no, absolutely. Incorporating what a real, you know, real death, real killing, mm-hmm. in with movie killing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one thing about, like, for me, watching horror movies. It's like, I like, I like the art 
of the kill. Uh-huh. Well, sure. You know what I mean? And it's like, how did Tom Savini make that guy blow his head off? We get his head blown right. off with a shotgun in that car in Maniac. In Maniac. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, that is so on. Well, you know, he, but how do they do it? He messed with your mind too, because yeah. he'd have Jason carrying an axe. Right. And then right but like before somehow he'd have the axe running into a light bulb or something. Right. Or hitting it so you so you could you saw, oh shit, okay, that's real. You right. know, and then right. it pulls to the kill, it looks like the same one. But no, I agree with you. I think that's it. And so that's <clears> one thing about with new movies being uh, CGI. It's like yeah, there's an art form to it and you know, I'll I'll I'm not gonna argue that it's not art. But it's not the same type of art. No, not even close. You know, and that's why I'm a fan of the older, the older stuff. You I'm know? not and movies like that in, that employ those old methods in now. Absolutely. You know, I definitely, uh, I definitely have I feel a fun. Like a hybrid for it. is right, kind of what right. what the best thing is now. Yeah, I but mean, you can always kind of tell. Well, you look. Well, here's the thing, though. You look at. I mean, I watch Godzilla versus uh, uh, King Kong, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and it's just a green screen, and you're just watching right. cartoons fight, right? But I'm like, it looked bad. I mean, I was like, yo, that's no, for cool. sure, for, you know? for for sure, and that's awesome. But but I mean, you're right though. You know, it's not real. Whatever. This has a lot of graphic violence, yeah. um, lots of graphic nudity from tons of peepees in the jungle holocaust to tits ass and bush and cannibal ferox. Just a lot of it. Um, the one thing about these movies that really gets me though is they always have a scene where they pause and focus on the natives chomping down on bones oh, like de- and oh, all this yeah. stuff. I oh. mean, and, and after you've seen them cut and like bust open the ribs right, right. and just all this stuff. Um, I'm going to go to Popeye's right down the street after. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, the, the marketing about, I mean, I missed them. I was too young for the marketing to, to kind of check it out, but right. they were great because they'd be like, oh, many of these, these films were banned in 31 countries and blah, 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 blah. Oh, even, even better. The guy from Cannibal Holocaust had to bring like the, the actors into a, 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 a federal court right. to, make, to, to prove that they didn't actually <laughs> that they film didn't a die. soft film. Yeah. Right, right. Um, I did watch this this documentary called uh, it's from two fit twenty fifteen. You can stream it on Night Flight, uh, but I actually had the Grindhouse releasing Blu Ray of Cannibal Ferox, and it's on that. Um, it's called uh, shoot, it's called Eaten Alive: The Rise and Fall of Cannibal Film mm. of the Cannibal Film. Okay, so it's really good. Um, let's see. They uh, one thing about this too is they have a lot of the same people. They have Robert Kerman, who was a porno actor. He was in Jungle Holocaust. He was in in uh, Eaten Alive. He right, was in right. Cannibal Holocaust. You had uh, Ivan Razumov, who was the Jim Jones of this. He he was in a bunch and, yeah, of other movies too. So it's like they just all kind of melt together. Plus yeah. Mimi Lai, yeah. right? She's in a lot of these too. Um, okay, so one last thing before we go in. I know I've been talking forever. One last thing I want to talk about. Um, and that I that I got this off of that I, I learned about this. And I had no idea that uh, there is a controversy on who started this cannibal boom. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Um, okay, so Umberto Lenzi claims he did it because he did of a course. man from Deep River, mm. which was 1972, which was much earlier, right? Yeah, right. Ten but Rogero Diodato yeah. yeah. was like, "Nah, bro, you just made you just remade the movie called uh, The Man." Well, shoot, where is it? The man is just a man called Horse. Oh yeah. So yeah, there, yeah. so I've never seen that. I've never even heard of that movie. So. I've heard of it. Okay. I've, I haven't seen it. So apparently <clears throat> that's kind of what it is. Um, it, it, it it like I said, it's not as graphic, but it follows a lot of the tropes. I think it based it, it created a lot of those tropes. It was like right, that right. first kind of thing, and they added the the, the further exploitation. Rogero Diodato says that he did it 
Um, I can't remember if he if he said it was the Cannibal Holocaust or Jungle Holocaust, but either way, there's there's a thing going back and forth, and and uh, it's kind of a fun thing to to see him talk about it on that documentary. Night Flight, by the way, is amazing. It's like you can get it for three bucks for the first couple months or something, and it's got so much throwback stuff. And this is on it. It's worth that. It's worth it just to watch this. But there's nice. so much great stuff on there. Anyway, oh, one more last thing. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, you're like Aerosmith. You're gonna, you're gonna keep on touring, dude. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> this is it. We're done. This is the seventh encore. I apologize. Um, the subject of racism was brought up yes. by some of the people, yeah, and it's right. like I absolutely see how that is yeah. because we are here gawking at other like at people's cultures that we don't understand. Right. More, you know, kind of thing like that, and it's like I can absolutely see that. Some there were there were in the in the documentary. I mean, watch. I'm not going to go over. It, I'm not going to go into it. But um, the documentary presents for and against uh, it being racist. Yeah. And it's just and, and what makes a film racist. Uh, what the themes are. Blah blah blah. It's it's very interesting to think about. Like I said, I mean, I'm, I'll let you watch it or, or or watch the movies themselves and, and make up your own uh, um, or come up with your own opinions. But uh, it's just an interesting take on it. So uh, yeah. I know that was a long intro. <laughs> Bro, I watched Cannibal Ferox. I watched Cannibal Holocaust. I watched Eat the Alive. I watched uh, uh, Ca- uh, Mountain of the Cannibal God. You know, and I'm so yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I am ready to get this I, all out of my brain. I kind of learned my lesson with um, the Bigfoot movies, you know. Yeah, bro. Just, you told me which ones you want, we wanted to do. Yeah. I just stuck to those. Because, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, is th- these fascinate me. Even though yeah, they're not sure. great, these movies fascinate me. Yeah. Well, they're fascinating. I, I and mean, it's just it's yeah. wild that these exist. Kind of. Yeah. Um, you know. familiar, yeah. All right. So why do we do this? Um, let's play a trailer for Eaten Alive. And uh, oh, that's the one I'm talking about. So I get right. to talk for another twenty minutes. But all right. Cool. Let's listen to the trailer. We'll be right back to talk about that movie. What the hell? Three men killed with tiny darts dipped in cobra venom. Cobra venom? Well, that's bad news. I have to remind you that there are still cannibals in the southeastern jungles of New Guinea. What? <laughs> Brethren, two great perils endanger the well-being of our community. The cave dwellers hungering for our flesh and city dwellers out to enslave us. Where is Jonas now, do you know? Keep your mouth shut. Get out of here. I know damn business. Those devils want to see me locked up in a prison cell, but they'll never get to do it. I will not leave my people without their leader. I got him! There's somebody down there! Go, Meraki!
telling Steve how irritated I am at how much lack of talking he's been doing and making or and letting me just go off. I don't let. I just sit back and just, just, you know, bro. Just watch it. My wife just would watch agree it with you. My wife would agree that uh, there's really no stopping. Him. All right, so let's. I've, I've learned a long time ago that just I don't get in the oh, way. Oh, says Steve. So Steve, we used to go over to his house. He used to sit behind the bar in his house and, and wax poetic about the stories. And I'm like, you know what? I want to be that man someday. And maybe I am. And I just maybe I maybe I I finally finally got to the point. It was where, usually with a lot of scotch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about eating alive, aka doomed to die, aka mangiare vivi. AKA Cannibal Holocaust 2. Oh, no kidding. Yes. There's a Cannibal Holocaust 2 that came out in like 1988 as well. Right, right. But it's argued that Eaten Alive could be oh. Cannibal Holocaust Dude, 2. All these could be the same. Right, right. Series. Sure. Okay. Uh, the, only, the only difference is some's in the, some are in the Amazon and some are in like a, an eight Southeastern <laughs> right, Asian right, right. jungle. It's yeah. just some kind of jungle place. All right. Uh, IMDb gets to say 5.1, written and directed by Umberto Lenzi. Um, it's okay. I know an Italian, so I can talk like that. 66 directorial credits, 49 writing credits, tons of Italian gialli, horror, and polizia. He wrote and directed Man from Deep River, Cannibal Ferox, and this one, like, like I said. Robert Kerman is Mark Butler. He was in Cannibal Holocaust, Cannibal Ferox, uh, in Cannibal, and, and, uh, in, uh, he was also a porn star at the time. He was in Jungle Holocaust as well. No, was it him? No, I heard. No, there was a. Was there, yeah, I, I can't remember. I heard that Umberto didn't know that he was in porn. He, yeah, I, I read that. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm sorry, no, that was in the documentary. Right. He's like, he, I wouldn't have done it. He did. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have hired him if I knew he was in porn. It's like that makes a difference. I was like, bro, <laughs> what you're making is lot is like maybe a step higher. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, maybe get over yourself, please. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but uh, <laughs> there, there was I can't remember. What, I think it's Cannibal Holocaust where he runs out into the into this like I know can't I can't remember. Anyways, yeah. it's one of these. They're all the same, bro. He runs out into this like into this river and it's, he's maybe up to his knees and all these like girls from the from the uh, 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 village come out and they all grab his wiener and play with it. It's just like, bro, <laughs> it's like what am I watching? <laughs> Holy shit, guys! Give me, give just- me a break. Just and then people, people being people, not a cell phone in sight. <laughs> I am always going to keep a cell phone with me. I don't want randos grabbing my junk. Or do I actually? Or, well, okay. now, now, come on. <laughs> uh, this also started Janet Angren. She was the blonde as Sheila. She was in City of the Living Dead, my favorite scene uh, where the all the maggots were going in and oh, uh, it was sticking on her face. Fan- fantastic. Ivan Razumov is Jonas Melvin. Uh, the Man from Deep River, some Emmanuel films, Jungle Holocaust. Paula Santore is uh, <laughs> Diana Morris. Uh, this starred Mimi Lai as Maura, Sacrifice from 1972, The Man from Deep River, Jungle Holocaust. Mel Ferrer is Professor Carter. And on and on and on. The plot. A woman named Sheila is searching for her sister Diana, who has disappeared in the jungles of New Guinea. Sheila joins up with Mark as they encounter many perils. So, so it's basically the girl from uh, from uh, City of Living Dead and uh, Robert Kerman, the porn star. Right, right. And they, they encounter many perils during their search. But it turns out Diana has joined a cult run by a man called Jonas. Or may you want to call him Jim, Jim Jonas? Jim Jonas. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, Jonas <laughs> physically and sexually abuses his followers and local people alike. In one scene, he rates Sheila with a dildo covered in snake blood and decapitates a, nat- a native. <laughs> All in a day's work. 
In another, a native widow named Maura, Mimi Lai, is ritualistically raped after her late husband's body is burned on a pyre. A group... <laughs> this is wild, right? It just, it's, it's just like, I'm so glad. I, it's just like, she's laying there on a pile of ashes, spread eagle. Right, You know, right. You're, you're squinting to try to see through that uh, thick... Thicket. Th- yeah, the thickets. You're like, oh, I, can't, I can't see shit over here. You're getting pissed. <laughs> Why did I say that? I don't what know. if my kids ever like listen to the podcast when they I'm do. dead or something? Mine does. Them? Well, mine does not. Okay, yours is almost thirty. He is thirty. Okay, he just so turned oh, happy yeah, birthday! Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, mine. Mine still don't under. I don't think they understand how filthy I am. Quite, I'm not. <laughs> This is my cadaver. That's, this is a different person. I just have a podcast. Well, we <laughs> I talk about nun exploitation, cannibal exploitation. Two in a row. You know, we're gonna do we're gonna do the most righteous do, movies next let's time. Do some healthy war. Oh no! Yeah, we're we're gonna do some like PG thirteen. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. No, we're not. All right. So I don't even know what we're doing next. Um, okay. So um, where am I at? Okay. So basically. They go down there. They find her as part of this part of this cult, but she's like, "Bro, I just want to get out of here." And and then as they're trying to leave, they run into, uh, you know, they're 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 being hunted by the cult. They're being hunted by the the natives around them who are trying to eat everybody. And they find some people. They rape them up the butt and all or all this. So it's just a, it's just a wild, you know, kind of a thin plot. I mean, like I said in the in the intro, it's like they just need to find a way for some Western white people to get down there. You know, and then they get their shit kicked out of them, and that's that's why it's racist, right? right. Anyway, well, yeah. Um, they say things like cotton picking in this movie. Okay, oh, yeah. it's like it's like, bro. Even if you're talking about your black pimp, do not say that. They do have the animal cruelty part. Uh, it's from a small alligator, and it's just no. like a slow a throwaway scene. Uh, no, I've heard that that was filmed years before. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let me see. I have that. Um, where do you go? Scenes. Scenes from the movies, Sacrifice is a crocodile being mm, killed. Right, right. A woman being eaten by cannibals. Last Cannibal World, 1987. That's, Last Cannibal World is Jungle Holocaust. Mimi Lai's death sequence and Slave of the Cannibal Gods, the castration scene, footage of a snake eating a monkey and a man being pulled, was all edited into this movie. Right, right. So, you know, as if, as if having all the same people, all the same look and feel, as if it's if it's hard enough to keep track of which movies which they got they got parts from other ones in this so yeah, it's like yeah. what the shit is this movie you know um, I don't know what do you think about it um, I okay I really like the intro music oh yeah that's pretty typical that is like that's another that like, is some, tropes. it was some boogie jams going on I oh, was yeah. like who is this you know yeah. like I, I like this out? music no I didn't get that in, okay. deep into it but okay. love love the intro music. Um, Cannibal movie, yeah. You, you, if that's what you want, that's what you're gonna get. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. It's like, do you I like mean, this? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's exactly yeah. what I thought it was. Acting be. not so good. Well, uh, like I said, but, but for the time, I'm gonna say for the time, some of the some of the cannibal eating scenes were great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they were um, gross too. Like, oh, they were super yeah. gross. Yeah. 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 And um, especially the Mimi Lai one that they had edited in, where they cut her in half, right, opened up right, her things, right. got her guts out, and put a stick in between to keep her ribs open. Yeah, or apart. rough. Yo, rough. Um, the uh, <laughs> obviously not native actors playing natives. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you know, from you know, from the perspective of now, is like, wow. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like blackface. You know, it, it, pretty much. Except for you know. it's like. I feel like sometimes they get out there and they they do a little too much to try to make them seem savage, you oh, know? Yeah. Like, oh, and yeah. And it's like, bro, bro, what, stop, stop doing it. Right, bro, right. Bro, stop. 
doing that. But I mean, it, oh, you want the cat out? No, 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 it's all right. They're just putting it up there. His name's Cosmo. That's the same name as BYU's. Uh, oh, right, mascot, right, right, so right, right. Of course, BYU. Right, by the way, yeah. three and zero going into a big conference game no, tomorrow. No. Just so you know. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um. Yeah. You know. I mean, <clears throat> it is what it is. You know, it, it's good for accountable for that time period for what's going on. Um. I, I don't really have. A, I, <laughs> that's I don't no, know. That, that's yeah. kind of where I am, especially after yeah. watching all these. I'm like. I mean, I didn't see any of these until I was a little older. So it's right, not like right, I saw right. these and they freaked the shit out of me, right. right? It's my first time seeing Eden Alive. Okay. You know. But, it, like it's about, but it's the same one. It's the same as Cannibal Holocaust, yeah, except yeah. for not quite as good. Right. And has a different reason to go out there, but the same. I feel like that, you know, when we're talking about all the, all the movies of that same time, you know, they're trying to capture the lightning in the bottle that Cannibal Holocaust yeah. was, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And just trying to ride off of that and trying to, and it's like, what done was done, you know, and then they tried to write it for as much. Kind of like um, when a band comes out, you know, like Nirvana. When Nirvana came out, all the studios just tried to get bands right. that sound like Nirvana. That's exactly, that's what the Italians do, though. Mm-hmm. Zombie movies, mm-hmm. uh, Gialli, you know, yeah. all this other stuff. Let's just and keep it like, rolling. Exactly. It, you know, let's, let's. You know, and good for them because it's like some of those movies are, are awesome. And, right. you know, not you're not going to eat caviar for every meal. Right. You know, you're, right. you're going to eat your mac and cheese. And this is definitely God, these. Mac and cheese. That's what I'm saying to you. Yeah, yeah. Now, the th- I'm kind of the same way where it's like my opinion has just been like, yeah, I like them. I'll throw them on every once in a while for right, some right, reason right, that comes right. on. But do I like them? Maybe. Yeah. Good, Depends. Good for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Especially <laughs> after dinner. And Basically, I, I, I will say, in my opinion, Cannibal Holocaust stands head and shoulders above the rest of them. Right, right. Because I feel like it's also the least racist a little bit. <laughs> Because, of, of the racist of, movies. Of the super racist movies. I feel like it's because they go down and there is no, there's no, like, there's no doubt that those documentarians were there and they were evil. They right, were doing right, bad things. Right. And, you know, the tribe was living their life with their customs, stuff like mm-hmm. that, which might seem rough to us. I mean, it definitely seemed rough to us, yeah, right? Or yeah. to me. But I feel like, and it was also the first, hey, we're going to watch, this is found footage that we, you know, and brought that back. So I feel like it, I feel like that one, if you're going to watch one, watch that one. If you're going to watch two, watch this and, and Cannibal Ferox. If you're going to watch three, watch uh, the Emmanuel one, because there's a lot of nudity in it, and you will enjoy that one too. Right, but, right. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's all I got. I, I say- Any nuns? They need <laughs> no. more wood nuns. I'm going to say, <laughs> as far as recommending this, I will say, you know what you're getting into. This is not the best one of the group. Right. But yeah. I mean, yeah, if you're a connoisseur for a cannibal movie. You have to. I mean, but it's got it's got Ivan Razumov who who was, you know, was in right. all a lot of these, I don't know. It could have been a lot better. I did like seeing that uh, girl from City of Living Dead and nothing but golden ma- uh, golden Oh uh, yeah, super hot. Makeup all over her yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, okay. yeah. All right, that's all I got. Uh, <laughs> nice. you, what else you got about this one? Anything? No. Okay, so why really. don't we do this? Let's play a trailer for um the Green Inferno. We'll be right back. Peru is dangerous. We can't just go invade a country because they're doing something that we think is immoral. I know. I just think I should be doing something about the rainforest. Time to make a difference. Yeah. 
We are back, and that was an excerpt from The Green Inferno 2013, directed by Eli Roth. And if you don't know who Eli Roth is, well, okay, Um, let's go into Eli Roth, shall we? Let's shall. Shall we? Indubitably. Hold on, let's (laughs) let's get there. Um, Cabin Fever. Yep. Mm -hmm. Hostel. Uh Yeah, Hostel 2. Yeah. Yeah. Grindhouse Thanksgiving Aftershock. You know. Did you ever see Aftershock? I never did. No, I never. I never saw it. Uh, Green Inferno, Knock Knock, Cabin Fever. You ever seen Knock Knock? No, I haven't. Bro, you have to see Knock okay, Knock. Okay, I got to check it out. Keanu Reeves yells "Free Pizza," the best, the best screaming "Free Pizza" while he's buried I up love to Keanu. his neck. I love How do you do it? Keanu's he's not that good in this, but it's awesome. Okay, uh, Knock Knock, Cabin Fever, twenty sixteen, Death Wish. The house with clock with a clock in its walls. Yeah, that's a kid show. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, Finn Thanksgiving and twenty twenty four with Borderlands. It hasn't come that's out. That's a yet. video game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. And then Hemlock Grove Television South oh, of Hell, yeah. um, all kinds of stuff. Uh, he is done. He is absolutely a master of his craft. Let me ask and you a, something. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about him? Like, is a is a is an overall horror guy. Um, yeah, he's doing it. He's, he's doing his thing. I think he's better than like M night Shyamalan, you know, who is so up and down and hit or miss, you know, just like, you know, but yeah, I mean, um, when, it, when, um, hostel came out, definitely like new genre, of right. gore, oh, exactly. you know, like, mm-hmm. holy, holy shit. This is awesome. I feel like he I, gets I like kind of a, I feel like he is kind of like a, a bum rap a little bit because he's kind of like a frat boy type yeah, of guy, yeah. you know, but, but here's the thing. Yeah. He He's one of these guys that loves horror. Right. And it's like, you can tell because he, he makes Eli Roth's History of Horror, that right. series. He's always, you know, uh, he's made all these movies and, all, and he's written all these movies, brand new. Like Hostel, you watch that and there's a lot of complaints about the dude bros that were in that, you know? Well, and it's like, I get that. You know, maybe he's a little sure. bit of a dude bro, but who cares? He's He's been making this stuff and I love right. him. Also, right. by the way, he's married. He was married. Mm. To um, the Lorenza Izzo, the Justine, the the, the oh. main girl in this, and she is in um, she is in Knock Knock with um, I can't remember her name. She's super hot blonde. She was in that Marilyn Monroe movie on Netflix not too long ago. Oh, I can't believe I, I can't d- remember I didn't her see name. It. Yeah. Oh, Armand, Armand. Uh, anyway, and you get there very hot. and yeah. you get to see tons of boobies. You'll love that. In, All right, I'll in check Knock it out. Knock, but yeah. So, but they're not married anymore. But I just want to say I watch this like that. I'm all damn. She's not ugly. Not ugly at all. Green Inferno 2013, IMDb 4.9, Rotten Tomatoes 38%. Really? Yeah. I find that a little shocking. Oh, you know. Starring Lorenza Izzo as Justine. Er, uh, Ariel Levy, or is it Levy or Levy? I think it's Levy. As Alejandro. 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 Uh, Daryl Sabara as Lars. Uh, 
Kirby Bliss as Amy, uh, Magda Apanowitz, Apanowitz as Samantha, Sky Fiera, uh, Ferrara as Casey, uh, Aaron Burns as Jonah, Ignacia Almond as Cara, and Richard Burgi as Charles. Okay, while attending college, Justine becomes interested in activism, or more likely, an activist. (laughs) Alejandro. Alejandro. Alejandro is planning a trip on going to the Amazon forest with a group of students to protest deforestation in and protecting the indigenous tribes. Against, um, Against her roommate and father's wishes, Justine decides to go with the group after arriving in Peru, they learn that the, uh, learn the fine print. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> I always read the fine print. Yep. Kids. Um, they could be shot and killed by the company's mercenaries uh, upon will. Yeah. Um, they all decide to continue with the mission and to stop the destruction of the jungle. They are successful in stopping the company in their raping of the Amazon. On their flight home, yeah. sabotage happens, or you know, it's questionable, uh-huh. questionable, because we find out the one dude's a drug dealer, right? Right. Uh, the plane crashes into the jungle. A handful of the group survive the crash. The taken and by uh, um, only to be taken by the people they saved. Right. Right. right? <laughs> you ungrateful <laughs> yeah. bastards! Once brought to the village, they quickly learn that these people that saved them are. Cannibals. I should let you yeah. bitches die. Yeah, right. Uh, will they survive? Watch Green Inferno and find out. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> now, yeah. now, there's that arrow shot that chick takes to the throat yep. is fucking great. <laughs> dude, and, and the th- there's one thing about Eli Roth that I love. Right, right. Whether it be the acting, whether it be kind of the storylines. Yeah. There's very r- rarely anything like, I mean, I'm not saying he sucks or anything, but Everything's not very subtle. Like right, from the right. acting, from like, oh, by the way, right. just so you know, this is how I'm thinking, and we'll talk about it. Kind of, right. maybe it might seem weird acting, but those death scenes and the death scenes in a lot of his movies are just like Barrow. Right, that right, rules. Right, he know, puts so a lot of thought into he, it, a lot of energy, right, into everything. Okay, no, okay, I'm gonna say this. I didn't give a shit about one character in this movie. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I, except for the big I guy. Liked, I liked except the, for the big guy who has a big heart because he's a big guy. I'm a big guy. Yeah, and I've got but, a big heart. But you know, still. Yeah, maybe. And I, I think I, I personally was like, oh, Mike is having me do this one because it's a bunch of libtards going down to the jungle, getting eaten by the people they're trying to save. In which I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's my wet dream, folks. All right, it's thanks like, a lot. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it, 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 I studied cancer, uh, cultural anthropology uh-huh. in college, and so it's it's fascinating to me you know right. uh, on, on in that lens uh-huh. as a as an appreciator of horror movies mm-hmm. awesome mm-hmm. you know um 38 what is it what did i say 38 percent on rotten yeah. to, you know um mm, i i would give it a little higher than that personally but i just don't find the likability of anybody in the group right. i can't connect to any one of the students that you know it's like what's going on now the, <laughs> there's, well, some, I, there's some good stuff hold on there's yeah. <laughs> oh dear! The, the guys, I'm gonna be sick <laughs> in the plane. No, 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 no. Oh well, yeah. There, that there's that. Gross, the, yeah. The, the, no, the plane rolling going down. Yeah. That was awesome. I yeah. thought that was a really great uh-huh. shot. No, what I'm talking about being caged up, guys. I'm really and she's like shitting her guts oh, out. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And the kids yeah. just are laughing. Right. The kids in the driver laughing. Um. And okay. they're like waving this the smell right. out of their face. Now, 
I understand that Eli Roth, maybe that's a sense of humor. Yeah. Right. Didn't really find it funny. I don't know. It was, it was like, it kind of missed me. It was like, is this supposed to be funny? Well, I mean, you're just like, what the shit? Right. No pun right, intended. Right. I was like, yeah. And then uh, Alejandro so. jerking off. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He doesn't do a lot of, he doesn't do subtly. Right. right. You know? and, and then the one dude over there choking him and he's just jerking off faster. He's like, ah. <laughs> Don't do me any favors over here, buddy. <laughs> dude, he, so part of me was like with the, especially with the, the main girl. She's like, yeah. she's just yeah. some naive you know kid right, i feel like right. her her models are genuine and but it's like more than though i don't i, sh- I know she liked the uh-huh. alejandro and all that but the thing is, is but i'm just like okay whatever everybody turns out to be a dumbass right you know right. maybe not her she right. you know no i'm not gonna give any spoilers or anything like that but it's just like there's it's like if i were to like somebody it would have been her okay the thing i did like about this movie yeah. is that it was gorgeous okay like it, the, it is. like the like the the scenery the amazon the it's puma or what is that what was that in peru yeah exactly yeah, yeah. That, it's, it's filmed there it was filmed there and they went you know uh, Eli Roth kind of brags, "Oh, we went further into the jungle, you know, mm-hmm. filmed them further than anybody's gone." And that's that seems a, that, like Eli that Roth. is an indigenous tribe that lives there. She got these, that, or he got some shit for that. That employed these individuals, yeah, and they had no idea what a movie was, right? Exactly. And so, what did he do? Show them kind of cannibal holocaust. And they're like laughing their asses right, off. Right. It, you know, it's is, like, a, is a is it a sign of appreciation? Right. One of the tribes gave uh, Eli Roth a, a two year old baby, yeah. and he's like, <laughs> so child, ba- yeah. so basically he took her he took this one home and they're no, living happily. They left the child. It. They 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 said no. You know we're not going to take a two year old. But he got a lot yeah. of shit for that because he's well, like, okay, so basically right. you're doing what these kids are against in. In um, kind of invading right, the, these right. people who have chosen to stay out of everything, but right. he, he's just like, "Listen, are you shitting me, guys? Because I mean, you can you can get upset at me all you want, but look what's happening around, right? You know that Which was, is, if anything, that's a that, drop in the bucket. Isn't that the straw man? No, no, no. That's uh, that's a uh, what do you call that? Uh, two wrongs don't make a right. Right, right. But, sure. Okay. But, yeah. So, but the thing is, but yeah, but but it's but. but what a great movie! <laughs> I mean, it, he got a movie out of it, it. as far as the 4. cannibal 9. movies. You know, this was a breath of fresh air. To be honest with you, after watching sure, all those other sure. ones, but it, it was it, slick as, as homage yeah. to to the cannibal movies of the eighties. I think he did. He does it. Yeah, I do too. You know, he. I think he captures it. I don't. I wonder what people's complaints really are. well. Well, mostly the using, which you know what though, kind of mad props that he used indigenous people because. They looked indigenous. Well, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad they didn't get a bunch of white folks from L.A. Right. flumed to Peru, you know, and yeah. like, you know, uh, hey, hey, Jennifer, can you move over here? You know, uh, you know Haley, you know, you know, exactly right. <laughs> you know, that um, it's like it's got that such real feeling because mm-hmm. it's fucking real. But the, but then you, know, you have your for, regular actors who right. are acting like Eli right. Roth in a right. Eli Roth movie right. 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 too weird. I can see I can see where that'd be retained, but. I don't care, man. I liked it, man. But it's it's kind of like um, I don't know the Star Trek, uh, uh, you know the the Prime Directive, you know, kind of right. like, you know, it's like, yeah. you, you know, they they don't know it, so should we teach them it? You know exactly, you know, um, but as far as like cinema goes, yeah, that was when they when they chopped that first dude up, rough. 
<laughs> yeah. No, and there was some, there was some, the, you know, they, they, blood they, and guts with, with the with the finger. Yeah, digging his eyes out it's with gross. the finger, you know, and, and just popping like, them right in. There. Oh man, yeah, the little pop, you know, and you just it's like they look like little gumballs. Right, right, right. And uh, I don't know, kind of cheesy with the little flute necklace thing, you know, kind of, you know, yeah, thing, you know, whatever. Maybe. Oh, that's what saves her. Oh, really? I that, don't know. That, that's that's what that's what. And then, you know, personally. You know, I was thinking about it. It's like they're shoving the bag of weed down her throat after she like slices her. You know, right? You know, I'm a vegan. And everybody, oh, and I just ate my friend. You know, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, I personally wouldn't going in the other direction been easier, bro. I ain't trying to stick <laughs> weed up a dead person's butthole. But if you're, if I, you're going, I do. I forgot. I do think that was kind of wild because you're gonna you're gonna screw up a whole indigenous right. people, right? Who, who who knows what they smoke out there? Because you stuff, oh well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because yeah. you stuff some marijuana down their throat and right. and it, the smoke and you lit it on fire to cook it, and now they're it, all it was a that bit of, messed up. It was a bit of a stretch. I don't know. You know? Yeah, that's true. It was pretty Cheech and Chongy. Yeah, that's okay. You know, you know, but uh, whatever. Um, uh, yeah, personal. I think they should have gone in the other direction on that one. But isn't she the chick that just shattered guts out and made some? You know, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, I, I don't know. I I always like to see uh, libtards and their slacktivism go <laughs> go wrong. You know me. I know. Bored I kids know. with rich I, parents. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. And, But um, yeah, the whole end dream thing. Yeah. It's like yeah. how long? How much Double longer? Dream. Well, it's like how much more can we get out of this? It's like, oh my god, okay, all right, yeah. fine. I, I, that's my favorite thing. Somebody goes dream. I'm like, is this a double dream? Right, we got right, a double right, dream, right? <laughs> sure. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you're into the genre, this this fits right in. It's okay. Yeah, it was okay. I enjoyed it. I yeah. after watching all those old school. Yeah, ones, where did where did you watch it in the sequence of watching? Cam- oh, I, I watched all the old ones first, <laughs> and then I watched this one. Like like, yeah, I would I would have been so cannibaled out, dude. Dude. I was. I'm telling you, I am like, I'm. I'm ready to get this uh, this just dump out of my breath. Why do you think I talk so much? I'm like, it's in here, it's in here. Blah 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 blah. Now it's out. Now I can go Sorry. enjoy my life again. Right. No, I. You know, I just like I said, I just watched these two, and and I watched them early for me. Yeah. I watched them like give me plenty of times like last minute watching. Yeah. You know, and so like I watched Eating Alive last week, and so I've been thinking about it, and like, all right, you know, and then I watched Green Inferno just earlier this week. And so, but I, I was like, there was a part of me like, yeah, I can watch some more Cannibal, but no, 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 let's not, let's not go down that rabbit hole. So I've been just been watching Friday the 13th movies. So. Oh, those are all, those yeah, are always a yeah, good classic. Hit. Well, especially now that summer's gone, you had yeah. to get they're the on, last They're portion. on Hulu. They're on Hulu. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. So there you go. That's a, that's the last time we're going to be talking about Cannibals for a long time. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that right now. Right. We're going to do, let's do two, uh, let's do a couple of, uh. More, uh, uh, just regular scary, you know. <laughs> just give movies. me some slashers, okay? Yeah, let's. I agree with you because it's. You know, what we ought to do is some uh, some Halloween movies that nobody ever talks about. Oh, but it, uh, yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, cool. Happy Our, Happy Fall Equinox. Movie. Oh man, yeah, I'm pumped. Yeah. I, I actually have been watching some uh, Halloween movies the last couple hey, nights. But uh, yeah, um, okay. So you got anything else? Are we good? Yeah, we're good. Okay, so why don't you do this? Call it into the bone phone, 385-351-9273. Thoughts about the show, thoughts about cannibals. Answer to any of the questions that we've asked before. We're going to kind of figure this out. Vaughn, we're going to save your call till next time till I get this uh, technical stuff figured out. Um, and, uh, yeah, go ahead and check us out or tell your friends. Check us out on CorpseCollective.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. 
Amazon Music, and wherever fine podcasts are found. Do you have anything else for the nice folks? No. Okay. Well, then, <laughs> for the Corpse Cast, we will catch you guys later. Say bye. Bye. Oh,